A few years ago, there was a very powerful movie that many of us here have seen, and there are references to it every once in a while, namely The Godfather. And in The Godfather was a baptismal scene, which was very, very powerful. The picture went back and forth from the baptism of Michael Corioni to the murder of a rival family head. As we watched, we were mesmerized by the struggles and the fortunes that were in the life and the attitudes of the close-knit Corioni family. And we likely found ourselves cheering the murder of that head of that alien family. What a powerful scene we had. We may have become one of them. But the movie showed the tremendous difference, the tremendous, uh, uh, complete difference between Corleone's lifestyle and the religion they professed. No one who professes to follow Jesus is going to trample down the rest of the human race. The church teaches us that baptism takes away original sin, but it also teaches us that it brings us into the church. However, it doesn't take away our propensities or our weaknesses. As was Paul made very clear in his letter to the Romans, infant baptism is our first entrance into the church. But what chance to actuate that grace would that little Michael Corleone have living in the environment that he lived in? The sacrament will always be lacking unless the, the persons, the parents, the family can make a commitment that is relatively positive to the um, ritual questions. Do you accept the responsibility of raising this child in the faith? Teach him to keep the commandments and love God and our neighbor. And the people always respond, I do. On the other hand, in a wholesome environment, a child will be able to easily actuate the grace and to follow Christ as members of his church. As the theologian, a Jesuit theologian, Avery Dulles said, every member of the church is to see church membership not as a passing acceptance of a ritual or rules or doctrine, but rather as a joyful adventure of following Jesus in new and ever-changing situations. In following Jesus, probably all of us, when we think about our baptism, feel we are tugged a little bit at our hearts because we could do more than we do in our religious life. Now, not all of this was in the gospel that uh, was proclaimed, but still there was more in the Gospels and about John, Christ's baptism and John the Baptist. And John the Baptist would say, produce fruit in keeping with your repentance. Don't just say we are children of Abraham as our father. Share with the poor. Do your job as a family. 
what happened to Jesus between the time that he got lost in the temple and his baptism by John? Well, probably he lived quietly with Joseph and Mary until he heard his father's call to ministry. And Jesus heard John's harsh words about repentance. Of course, they didn't apply to Jesus. But the father spoke and said these words from the heavens. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. And these words are addressed to us. And so I repeat, God tells us, this is my beloved son. Listen to him. And then after his baptism, Jesus went out to teach and preach. If baptism, first confession, and confirmation remain just something I received as a child, then graces can easily waste away. I need to dedicate myself to seeking the kingdom of God and his justice. Do I work a number of issues to make things better, to, in, in, to help the world? Do I think and praise God in word and deed? Do I live my baptism as a disciple and companion of Jesus Christ?